Hey guys, it's former WWE superstar Hornswoggle here. Keep tuning in to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is a special interview edition of, of our show. Uh, I'm here today being joined live via Skype with my, my good friend, who I just met uh, for the first time ever, uh, David from uh, the Wrestling Guy store. How are you today, David? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Good. How's uh, how's business going throughout the holiday season right now? Uh, it's, all, it's starting off a little slow, but I think people are recovering from the Survivor Series week, and uh, so I think it'll pick up in this weekend. So I think we'll be good. Nice, nice. Yeah, no. The reason, uh, so the reason I had him, I, I invited David on the show today is because you know, the Wrestling Guy Store is literally probably my new favorite store ever. Um, it's. <laughs> It's literally from from top to bottom, all just WWE wrestling um, figures, T-shirts. Um, I think you have some other stuff. Like I know you had the the waffle iron and the toaster. I saw that on you know on your Instagram. Right, right. Um, <laughs> they make everything now. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's crazy how many WWE stamped food products you can get nowadays. Right. <laughs> I'm just waiting. I'm literally I'm waiting for the um, for the ice cream bars to come back. Yeah, that's what I'm I'm waiting on too. The ice cream bars, and I'm surprised they haven't marketed the uh, pancakes yet for the new day. Yeah, no, you you're gonna have to get um, a hot and cold uh, serving station for those. I think so. I'm, I'm working on especially it, especially the ice cream bars. Uh, but yeah. no, one thing that really that that took me by surprise about your store, and I'm not gonna lie, when, walking into your store, I was a little skeptical because like when you see shops like you know like your store, it's a, it's a specialty store. And when right. you see shops like that, you're thinking, oh, you know, that this person, you know, probably just gets all these figures and then marks them up, these big astronomical prices, you know, as one does on like eBay um, or any, any some places online. But you don't like I was surprised the amount of figures you had for like mm-hmm. regular, you know, MSRP. I think that's the term uh, price, right. you know. Yeah. Um, well, we get them directly from Mattel. And uh, I just told myself when we started, there's no way I'm going to charge it, especially a kid. There's no way I'm going to charge him $50, $60 for a figure, for a basic figure, an elite figure. I go, that's ridiculous. I go, I remember being a kid, you know, I I had five bucks, 10 bucks. That's Mm -hmm. all I could get, you know, I had to get a toy and there's no way I would have been able to afford a He-Man for like 50 bucks at the time. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really cool because like, like I said, you have all... Like it's all regular price, all MSRP, and like you guys had an extensive collection of figures, and like I yeah. was surprised. I walked out of there. I got myself a Sting, you know, the new Sting, the green with the green jacket and the WCW oh. belt, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Bobby Heenan figure, which I was really surprised to find there. Yeah, um, it's it's amazing. Sometimes that. We get the figures so early and uh, we're able to put them out there right away before Walmart and Target, which is always great for us. Um, yeah. And, you know, we just want to make it a little different. We want you to be able to come in and find the figure you're looking for. Sometimes we can. Sometimes we sell out because of the, the low price. Um, oh, yeah. So we sell out a little quicker than than others, but uh, we try to restock as quickly as possible as well. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I lived near a Target. So mm-hmm. every week I would get my allowance and even if like if I didn't have my allowance though, if I saw a figure I wanted, I would have to take it and like hide it somewhere in the store <laughs> just so I could find it next week. And I would find a hiding place. I would be the kid like like 
whole like opening the bottom of the display section hiding it under stuff <laughs> oh so that was you <laughs> yeah exactly exactly when you found those figures like hidden behind the towels you're like wait what the heck you know yeah i've, I've seen a couple of them and i'm like what is this over why is this john cena over here yeah in the kitchen supply <laughs> you so you guys work directly with mattel is that what you're saying? Yes. That nice. Mm-hmm. And Mattel, they're they they're based out in LA, correct? Correct. They're in. Uh, well, they're more like um, I think their main offices are in LA, and I think their warehouse is in like San Bernardino, which is about forty five minutes an hour away from where we are. Yeah. No. When I was down there, they were doing an Alexa Bliss uh, meet and greet there. I was a little bummed out. I I didn't get to go that go to see that, but hey, you know what? I was in the same hotel as Alexa Bliss, so I'll take that as a as a consolation prize. You were closer than I was, yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I, I did share an elevator with her, but I tried not to pay any attention to her because I just don't want to be that weird guy, you know, just like, hi, Alexa, how are you? You know, just let you be, let yeah. you, be you. Um, that's yeah. really cool. Um, yeah, Mattel's really cool, especially with what they've been doing lately um, with their new figures. Because I know a lot of the figures, like growing up, like I don't want to say that they were really bad. But some of those figures, like the old like one piece rubber figures that that couldn't yeah. move at all, it's like compared to these figures nowadays, these guys blow them away. Oh yeah, they. I used to have those uh, the big rubber figures, the LJNs, and uh, yeah. Now that I see these figures, I'm just like, wow, you know, the articulation and the uh, especially the elite collection, those the way they, they the knees move, the arms move. I'm just like, man, where were these figures when I was a kid? No, exactly, I would have had time. When I was a kid, we had um, what was it? The Jax figures. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And we'd have uh, you know, they would have like the the be- the the bendable arms, and they would make the bone crunching sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always I always thought that like sometimes you'd get a figure. Like I remember what was it? The Jeff Jarrett figure wasn't it like a direct? I think it was a direct paint over of an Owen Hart figure. Yes. <laughs> and that just yeah, blew my mind how many times that Jax did that with their figures. They would just like repaint over other parts and, you know, put put it on the, the newer the newer items. Yeah, they that was one of the problems I had with Jax was that they used to repaint some of the older figures and then they were all the same height. All the figures. Big show was the same height as Rey Mysterio, which never made sense <laughs> to me. I'm like that's one thing I do like about Mattel. Ray Mysterio's small, a big shows like this big old giant. Yeah. Of, of the figures. yeah. It makes it, you know, makes it more real for a kid. Absolutely. And uh, so how long have you, uh, how long have you had your store there for? Well, we've been at this, uh, the store's been open now for almost six years. It'll be six years in February. Oh, nice. Um, but I've been doing this for, it's going to be 15, 14 years already. Oh, wow. Where did, did you work for another store before this or? Um, no, we started off at a uh, swap meet. For those that don't know what a swap meet, a flea market, yeah. and um, we did that for about yeah about seven years, and then we and seven or eight years, and then we decided to do the storefront. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny because we actually started when we started the swap meet. We only started with like maybe three dozen t-shirts, and then little by little, we just kept adding like other stuff, like figures, and then whatever else we could get our hands on. And it just turned into what we're at now. So still not happy, but I'm hoping we'll be bigger. <laughs> yeah, no, that I, my thing, at least like, cause we do the podcast. So my always thing, as long as you're always progressing and never just like in that lull, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, no, we're always looking for ways to to progress, and you know, we're always looking. I try to change up the store, maybe every year, two years, add something different to it. Um, my dream is to have maybe like a little ring set up in there. So, so you know, but I'm afraid the kids might try to body slam each oh, other. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kids. I know that because I've seen that. In you know, I'm I live here, up here in San Francisco. And sometimes right. like during the festival, like the festivals in the mission district, which is like the, like the Latino district, they'll have like the Lucha Libre wrestlers and between matches, they'll let the kids just like run around the ring and those kids will just start jumping around and trying to do moves and nobody stops them. And I'm like, Ooh, just okay guys. Someone's going to get hurt. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I don't want. Uh, yeah. Especially, like I've even thought about maybe putting a ladder and maybe may- recreating the money in the bank, but I'm like, yeah, with my luck, some kid will jump to the top of the, We'll climb to the top of the ladder and jump off like Jeff Hardy, and oh, so I need another kid to be at the bottom and get Swanton. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah. No, you don't want any lawsuits on your hand. Uh, but yeah, no, exactly. I I really liked uh, the one thing that that also took me by surprise with your store and aesthetically wise is your ceiling at the store. Oh. <laughs> and I actually yeah. I took a video and I posted it on my Facebook because it just took me by surprise. You have like literally. Every panel is another, is that hand-drawn um, WWE, like a, not WWE, but just a wrestling superstar from the past that have come in there and have signed yes. those. Who draws those? Uh, well, my friend Anthony Barian, uh, he actually is the artist. And what he does is, uh, what we'll do is we'll tell him, hey, so-and-so will be here on so-and-so day. Can you do him a board? And so what he does is he'll go online, look for maybe – two or three different uh, photos of that wrestler. And then he'll try to combine it into one. And they're all drawn by Sharpies. It's all Sharpie. Yeah. And maybe some paint. And yeah, he'll do that. And it all started because when we, when RVD used to have his store here in LA, he used to, uh, on the ceiling, he used to put, um, if he had Booker T at an, as an appearance, he would get his gloves and he would hang it on the ceiling. And then oh, Bret Hart oh, yeah. would maybe leave his sunglasses so he had like a little memory of everybody. And so we kind of took that idea. My friend kind of ran with it and said, hey, why don't I just draw the wrestler out and they can sign it? So that's how that started. And so every time the wrestler comes in, we present him with another tile up on the ceiling of fame. And even though I think they kind of expect to get it now because they come in <laughs> and they see it, they're still shocked when they see the, the artwork. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you plan to do when you run out of space? <laughs> just get a new well, store <laughs> yeah no we'll take down some of the, this i'm sure some people will get upset but we'll take down some of the the wrestlers that yeah are a little on the lower card side so yeah. <laughs> that's what we figured we'll do um and, but we'll still leave them in the store maybe hang them on the on the wall or put them in certain corners of the store so yeah yeah that's really cool um, I, yeah, I really liked all of them. They were really cool. The one that stuck out to me the most was the one you guys had of China up there, which I was, Oh yeah. yeah. I was really surprised you guys had her. That's a, a, that's really cool that you guys at least have that up there still. And that you were able, that she was able to stop by before her untimely passing. Yeah, we were, we were lucky. I'm very fortunate to have her there twice. Um, we had her there once for a regular meet and greet and then, um, she was a sweetheart, and I can't say enough positive things about her. And um, and then the second time we had her was because the uh, E Channel was going to record the show Botched, which she was supposed to appear on. And uh, if anybody's watched Botched, uh, they usually show them um, 
they, they go to these two doctors and they, you know, they fix whatever uh, plastic surgery w- w- went wrong. And at the end of the episode, they show them like in a happy moment, you know, right. where they could show off their new body. And so fortunately for us, China and uh, E picked our store and they filmed it all there. And um, the episode, unfortunately, due to her untimely death, uh, never aired. But wow. I think if you watch some of the after hours or after botch or something, yeah, they... They show a clip on one of the episodes. Um, they show like maybe a quick minute or two minute clip of her uh, at the store. So it was really cool to see it. But, you know, she was a great person. I really loved her. And I'm, I'm glad I got the, the pleasure to, to meet her. Yeah, she's 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 like one one woman that like sticks out in my heart as like the leader of. And every, every, uh, there's a lot of things going on right now with like the women's evolution. But one woman that transcended every gender stereotype or barrier was China back in the nineties winning the intercontinental title was like my favorite memory of her. And I, I absolutely loved her and it's, it's sad to hear about what happened to her and how the the fame kind of takes you down. But you know, it's it's really good that you were able to like share those memories with her. Yeah, no, we, we loved her. And then my goal right now is if, if you notice on the ceiling, you have a China, then Billy Gunn and X-Pac. So, yeah, I'm hoping to get Dog up there soon. <laughs> well, yeah, it's gonna be. A little, I feel like it'll be a little harder for Road Dog, and uh, yeah. there's probably one member of DX you probably won't get up there. I mean, I would only. Yeah. Hope, I would hope so, but I feel like uh, he'd be. Uh, he'd be a little busy. Well, my goal is here's a little secret. <laughs> he may never step in the store, but if I'm ever able to get Road Dog to get in the store, I think I have a better shot of getting Road Dog than that one person. But if I am able to get Road Dog, my goal is maybe possibly to drive down to Phoenix next month for yeah. the Royal Rumble. Nice. Buy the VIP and uh, maybe get, you know, him get Triple H to sign the board. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be that would be cool. Um, yeah, I won't be able to get him in the store, but you never know. Maybe if he sees the board, he might ask what it's for. Maybe once we put it up, maybe one day he'll walk in, or maybe I don't know something. <laughs> It's yeah. the only hope. You it, can only hope. Yeah, especially since, you know, like you guys, like, aren't, like I said, you aren't one of those, like, secondhand stores that just ups the prices, or you guys really have a goal in mind. You want to promote, you know, pro wrestling figures and souvenirs to, you know, kids who don't have, like, you know, money to waste on, you know, like a $60, you know, action figure. Right, right. So yeah, it's, really it's, cool. um, it's, a, it's cool for me, like, a couple of weeks ago, we had a, a, a customer come in with his son and his son's been waiting for like a Braun Strowman elite. And when he saw it, just the reaction of the kid to seeing it is like amazing. And then when the parent finds out, you know, that it's a retail price, uh, it's even better, you know, because the kid leaves excited instead of having oh, to yeah. hear the parents say, oh, we'll come back. We'll come back. Don't worry. And then, you know, you see the kid leaving upset. So, yeah. And, you know, and we all know what, you know, what, you know, I'll be back later means it just means like oh i'm sorry i i just can't and it's, it's unfortunate right. when that happens because i've i know i've pulled that back in the past i'm like <laughs> yeah no i think I'll, i'm gonna go down I'm gonna, i'll be right back i'm just you know gonna go get some get get atm i guess bye but <laughs> yeah yeah I, i've done it a few times <laughs> it happens. I still do <laughs> and i remember when i was a kid you know we'd have like those trading card stores and they would just oh my god the prices of like an action figure there were astronomical and then let oh. alone like these comic book fairs and you'd have the vendors selling stuff for like, like I bought, I gave in and I bought a macho man. One of the, was it the greatest, like greatest entrances? He has the purple robe. Uh, 
I bought it. Oh for yeah, like, yeah. I bought it for like forty dollars, and I'm kicking myself in the in the butt now because I've seen it on Amazon for like ten dollars. You know, <laughs> I was like, why did I pay yeah. so much, double the price for it? It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of people take advantage of it and say, hey, you know what? We're gonna sell it for a double. I've had people that come into my store, and they'll buy the the figure, and then they're selling it somewhere else and for like double or triple the price. So what I try to do now to limit that from happening is I, I say, okay, uh, for example, if we only get one Braun Strowman per case and I only allow the customer to buy one Braun Strowman figure, um, instead of wiping me out for all 10 of them. And I'd rather hold on to those other nine until if, even if it takes me three months to sell them, I'd rather sell them in three months and have one guy just come in, wipe me out and then sell them for three, four times the amount. Yeah. Do you guys have, do you have a lot of people that come in and do that or? We used to now that we, since we started putting the limit we don't get that many anymore. That's, that's nuts, man. It's just, it's unfortunate people just try to do that. It's, it's weird. Cause it's not even like, um, it's not even like a real way to make, I'm not trying to like make fun of people the way they make money. It's just, it doesn't seem like a real way to make money. You're just basically just like buying something and then just charging more for it. And I know that's, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to me. Yeah. No, no, I agree. It's it's just, it's weird. And then I kind of feel bad when, you know, like I said, if a kid comes in looking for a Braun Strowman or a, or a, you know, Finn Balor and I have to tell him no, because somebody bought like 10 of them, yeah. I wouldn't feel, I'd feel guilty. So I'm like, no, I'll hold on to them so and do, sell it to somebody that actually wants them. You guys work, you, like you said, you work directly with Mattel. Do you, did you, have you ever uh, met one-on-one with, uh, was it Bill McKinnon? Bill McKenna? Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, he came into the store, I think, I want to say a year after we opened. Oh, nice. About a year or two after we opened. So he knows who we are. Uh, he was really, uh, he's really approachable. He always he always lets me know, hey, if you ever need anything, reach out to me. So um, he's really cool. We're, we're trying to get back uh, together to um, meet up and discuss some other stuff and hopefully maybe plan something at the store soon. So. Oh, He's a really, really cool guy. Cool, yeah. I can't say enough good things about him. And especially since you guys are so close to the Mattel headquarters, I mean, why not? You know, have the, the launch party, <clears throat> Elite, you know, 70. <clears throat> Just saying. <laughs> if we get a launch party, you're the first one on the list. Right on, right <laughs> on. I'd fly down for that one. Um, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's really cool. I like, you know, and like I said, you have a lot of uh, uh, wrestlers that come in there for meet and greets. Yeah. Um, I've, I think we've had uh, – our biggest one was Rey Mysterio. He had over oh, that's really 325 cool. yeah. people there. Wow. Yeah. That's and nuts. He stayed He stayed all four hours signing. He did not want to turn a single fan away, so he stayed four hours to sign and take pictures with every fan that was out there. I actually – I've never gotten a chance to meet Mysterio yet. I, I had the opportunity one time at our local promotions called All Pro Wrestling. They did an event okay. up here, and, but he – his flight was delayed and he got there way late. They even had to postpone the main event like 20 minutes. Um, right. So that he had, they had to rush him out after the show was done. So they never were able to do the meet and greet. So it, you know, it happens oh. though. No, if you, if you get a chance to trust me, he's one of the nicest guys. Uh, I know my friend uh, who helps me out with the signings was not a big uh, Ray Mysterio fan. Not personally, I guess just uh, uh, the character. Yeah. Fan, you yeah. Know? Once he saw that day how much uh ray mysterio invests in the fans and in kids especially he became a huge ray mysterio fan after that so oh yeah no there's i think a lot of there's a lot to be said about 
wrestlers that act like real people. Because um, mm-hmm. there are, you know, I'm not going to drop names, but there are some people, I think, on the independent scene, on the main scene, that kind of have an attitude, you know, like, oh, you want to take a picture with me? Oh, you want this? You want that? Um, yeah. But then people like, you know, Rey Mysterio, uh, from my personal experience, Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He just, he, he yeah. stayed to do autographs for everybody, pictures for everybody at the shows up here when he was here, and just a stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. No, we had Cody Rhodes. And yeah, I agree with you. He's probably one of the nicest people out there. He so professional, so nice. I mean, I he was great. He was probably him, Rey Mysterio. I mean, I actually have I've been lucky enough that we haven't had anybody with that's given us a bad experience. And, you know, you hear like you said, you hear those horror stories, you know, like of, of a wrestler baby being a little bit of a diva or something. We've been lucky that we haven't. You know, I've been lucky enough that everybody that's come in has been professional, been nice. It's been great to the fans. And it could be that uh, without mentioning names, there's other places where the wrestlers go and, you know, they'll do a a meet and greet. And then the uh, host brings like 100 pictures for them to sign for the store or for, you know, the promotion. Right. I don't do that. I just tell them like, hey, just sign your board, sign for the fans. And you're good to go with me. <laughs> do do they ever just like give you a, a extras and or like what would you do with them if you did if you did have them? Um, usually, sometimes they'll ask me. Uh, most of the time, the wrestlers will be like, "Hey, how did how did the appearance go?" And I'd be like, "Oh, it went good." And they'll be like, "Do you have any extra pictures for me to sign?" And I'll be like, uh, "If you if you want," and or they'll see like twenty extra pictures on the table and they'll sign it for me. And most of the time, what I'll do is if somebody comes in. Um, that missed the signing, I might sell it to them. Okay. Or sometimes if they purchase a certain amount of, uh, of items, then I'll just let them have it for free. Oh, or, cool. or if a kid's a real big fan, then I'll let them have it. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw there was a – I don't know if you've seen that video. There's a video going around, I think, of this guy getting autographs from Paige at an airport. And I saw it, I think, right before it came down for Survivor Series weekend. I don't know if it happened in LAX. I don't think so, but – this guy walked up to her literally with like 20 pictures all for him. And she's, he's like, yeah, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go ahead and sell these. And she's like, wait, you're going to, you're just going to sell my autographs. He, she's like, he's like, yeah, I, I'm such a big fan. I'm not going to lie to you. And that's when she just dropped the pen and walked away. And I thought that was yeah. good on, good on her to do that because you know, it's like I said, it's just another way. It's a non-creative way to make money. Yeah, it is. It's, it's sad. And that's why a lot of wrestlers, like uh, I have a friend that, well, sometimes they'll, he'll run into the to the wrestler in, in an airport or hotel, and he actually has them sign it for himself. But sometimes he'll be like, oh, I saw so-and-so, and they just had an attitude. But that's why, because they get asked so many times for autographs, the next thing you know, they see it on eBay, you know, the, the exact yeah. item they just signed for, for what they thought was a fan. Yeah. And it's sad, you know, when you see that. Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll ask for a picture sometimes, you know what I mean, like maybe a selfie or whatever. Because like I can't I can't really sell that. Like who's gonna want to buy yeah. a picture of my face? I mean, really. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. There could be somebody else. That's there. true. That's true. Somebody <laughs> might be like, Oh, that's a candid picture of No Way Jose with, you know, Corey from City Wrestling Radio back before he was, you know, big and famous and hosting a CNN show. I'm kidding. There you go, see? <laughs> yeah. I g I gotta have uh I gotta have aspirations, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I still do. There you go. <laughs> But yeah, like I said, that's really cool that you guys have uh, the people to come in. Do you guys have any uh, upcoming signings coming up anytime soon? Or 
Yes, uh, actually, on December 8th, which is this Saturday, we have um, Molly Holly and Victoria will both be joining us from uh, 12 to 3. And then we're planning a Christmas party slash meet and greet uh, with X-Pac next Saturday, the December 15th. What? X-Pac? That's awesome, dude. X-Pac's another, yeah. he's another really nice guy. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's awesome. He reached out to us and said, hey, would you be interested in doing a a Christmas party meet and greet. And I'm like, sure, we'll do it. And yeah, so we're trying to get like a Santa Claus chair and everything, but it hasn't worked yet. So we'll see. I will have to say this. And I think it'll put it over the top is you have to get his dog to come with him Cause I think everybody loves the dog now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to try to convince him to, to dress up the dog as a reindeer, (laughs) a reindeer or a little elf or something. Yeah, that would be that would be adorable. Actually, I, I think you're onto something with the elf. I think I'm gonna go with the elf better. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, dude, David, thank you. I thank you for stopping by. I really appreciate it. It's talking some pro. Oh, you know what? Before I get out of here, I don't even know why I'm trying to wrap mm-hmm. it up. I have some other questions. So let's talk yeah. some uh, uh, wrestling figures. So you collect a lot of. Do you collect for yourself at all, wrestling figures? I used I used to collect, and what happened was I have kids. <laughs> my, yeah. my 14-year-old and my 10-year-old, back when they were a little younger, decided they liked all my figures and opened them, opened them up. Um, and then I used to collect a lot of the the divas, with, uh, and the same thing happened. They opened them up. But I had some pretty cool figures. I had, like, Demolition, which was my favorite tag team. Yeah. Um, I, have a, uh, I had, like, a Candice Michelle that – came with like a, it was a chaser figure that Jax had made okay. with like a special glittery robe okay. that she had. Yeah. 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 And then later, I guess they changed it and made it like a regular, just cloth robe with no glitter on it whatsoever. So that's Jax for you, man. They, yeah. They did yeah. that. They did it a lot. They, the, I felt like they did a lot of bait and switch back in the day too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. One, another one that stood out to me was, and I'm not like I'm not defending this. There was a toy uh, figure for the fabulous Mula. I don't like the fabulous Mula. You know, I can't condone what happened in the past. That's whatever. But right. the toy, the action figure looked really good. Like it had the the jacket on it was all bedazzled with jewels and everything. And then mm-hmm. when it comes out, literally, it just has these colorful polka dots painted on the jacket instead of the jewels. No way. Yeah. I actually have the one that had a jewel, the, like the jewels on it. Really. Wow. Yeah. I think they did. I think you're right. They, I think they released what Jax used to do, if I'm not mistaken, is they'll release a couple of them. And then after that, they'll just go the cheap route. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they were, yeah, they were just trying to make money. You know, I, I, yeah. I get it as a big company. It's just unfortunate. I like have, but Mattel's doing a really, really good job at the figures nowadays. They actually got me back into collecting figures again. And I knew. Oh. I knew the second I bought the first one, I was like, this is not good because I know where this is going to lead now. Uh, which one was the first one you bought? Oh, God, what was it? I think the first one I bought getting back into it was the Seth Rollins in all white, the all white oh. Seth Rollins. Yeah. Um, and now I just like, I have like a whole collection. I, you know, then I got my Finn Balor demon and then the AJ styles. And I'm like, all right, now I got the pop <laughs> bullet club pop figures. I'm like, all right, just like change my light, change my license uh, name to Mark, and I'll be good to go. That's the the Funkos are the most addicting. Um, oh yeah, thing to collect. And they can't, they don't that. even they don't even move. Which is I'm like how yeah. how do you draw me in so much? Like why do I have to buy this Kenny and Cody and Young Bucks? But I have to. 
<laughs> right? And that's how I am. And if they with, come uh, out, oh wait, what's up? Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's just like, and if they come out with a, like a Hangman Page or Marty Scroll, I'm gonna have to get them too. But. <laughs> well, at least you're not as bad as me. I, my addiction is, of course, the figures and the pops, but it has to be all Daniel Bryan. That's my new collection now. Is anything Daniel Bryan comes out with? That's what I want. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, dude. What do you What do you feel? How do you feel about Daniel Bryan's new heel turn? I like it. Um, I think they did it a little too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have just. I was. I'm sure you saw when you were at Survivor Series. I feel like the fans really wanted to get behind him against Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, and uh, definitely. Yeah, so I was like, I would have waited maybe one more week and maybe blamed the loss to Lesnar as to why he turned on the fans. I don't know, something like that. But I think he could have gotten a nice reaction, you know, uh, when he faced Lesnar. And I think that was the only thing I didn't like. But besides that, I think he needed it. He needed uh, something fresh. Well, that and also, I honestly feel like he knew that the only way he can get over in WWE is to become a heel because that's the only people that are getting over in WWE nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Um, you look yeah. at like <clears throat> you look at Becky Lynch, you look at even uh Dean Ambrose the past couple of weeks, people have been cheering him even though it's you know now that he has now he has to go out there and you know rip on the fans just to try to get the heat. Yeah, wearing gas masks. <laughs> that uh, cause I I was just talking about that in my review. That was like the weirdest thing ever. I didn't get I was like is this a Batman and Bane thing? Like, cause I can see Seth Rollins playing the Batman character in that. Right. Yeah. I, it was just, uh, <clears throat> you know, what amazes me though, right now about WWE, not to put, put the company down, but oh, yeah, no, how no. is it that SmackDown can be so pretty? Well, not so good, but can be pretty good. And raw just the last couple of weeks have been, has been so bad. I, okay. I was, exp- I was talking about this today on my show on the raw show is that I honestly feel that raw is starting they're actually writing this for a longer term but for long-term booking because if you've been Mm. watching the past couple weeks it's been terrible but why has it been terrible baron corbin's been in charge you know what i mean and i feel like it's this dictator rising to power and just making everything bad and i know it's not all the decisions he's made are the things that make it bad it's you know the things like the 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 forums with you know Bailey and Sasha and the 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 um, the indie stars in the crowd um it's you know you know Leo Rush coming out screaming Lashley over and over again but but I honestly think they've been doing all these things and now with Heath Slater as a referee it's starting to show more and more how it's like I it just feels like a dictator rising to power taking over a country yeah, I just hope it's I hope it's like a long term booking and I hope I'm right. But sometimes it's it, I'm not <laughs> when it comes to that. And I'm overthinking it. And what can I say? <laughs> it, I, I wouldn't mind if that's the way they go. So I'm hoping you're right, because, yes, the one thing that that always sticks out to me on Raw the last what three weeks is you have a heel general manager and Baron Corbin. But yet he keeps screwing over the revival, which are heels, and giving them handicap matches against the Lucha House Party. Don't. So. That was a three-on-one match last night. Three-on-one. How is that? How is that being a face? I just I don't understand. But yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird to me. <laughs> and and I, I would get it if the rules applied to the revival as well. You know, if the revival yeah. can hop in and out as they please, or get a third person involved. Sure, why not? You know. Yeah. But 
I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> that Monday Night Raw, though, I went to in Los Angeles. I, I, li- I literally I sat there and I said, you know what? I don't think I can go to another Monday Night Raw show. I can go to live shows and I can go to maybe a SmackDown and I can go to pay-per-views. But it's just right. this constant like stopping and starting of the show. And then also, if you add on top of that, it just hasn't been that great. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't, there's one in Sacramento the day after TLC and my friend was asking me if I wanted to go and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit at home and make a cheeseburger and, you know, hang out here and watch it. <laughs> That's the best way to go. Cause at least you can fast forward the commercials. Yeah. Cause if you pause it. <laughs> cause, cause I'm going to TLC the day before and I, you know, I, I can't miss that. That's going to be fun. Oscar versus Becky versus Charlotte. Yeah, especially since that's the match I'm looking forward to. Especially since we were robbed of Becky at Survivor Series. Yes, yes, that's what I want to see. I'm actually considering driving out there, making the four or five hour drive to go see just to see TLC. Hey, well, if you come up here, you you need to hit us up and let us know because you know me and uh, one of my co-hosts, uh, Jose Oseguera, will be out there. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, handing out flyers again, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, okay. stop by and say what's up. Oh, I will. Trust me. I'll I'll message you and tell you, hey, I'm here. <laughs> nice. And uh, so before we get out of here, where can uh give it give give my uh, our CWR uh, universe? Uh, where can they find your store? Uh, online at the wrestling You can also find us on Facebook at the wrestling guy store on Twitter at wrestling guy HP and on Instagram at the wrestling guy store. And if and if you don't mind, real quick, I'd like to give a little shout out to uh, my friend Hector Canales on YouTube because he does a lot. Of, he buys a lot of the action figures at our store, and he does a, a toy review. Uh, he does maybe two a month of like different WWE action figures. He just did one. He went to the uh, Alexa Bliss signing, and he actually purchased a the uh, Ronda Rousey basic figure. Okay, and he did a real cool toy review of it, and especially because he noticed that she has a shirt on. But painted on, of course. But she has her belly button showing. So, <laughs> so yeah, just one of the little faults yeah. you find that Mattel. So, if anybody wants to check out those toy reviews, um, he's on YouTube at Real Hector Canales. So, and just I'll, wanted to give him a little shout out. I'll actually put a, a link in the description to his YouTube page down below, and a link to to the, all the Russell Guy store stuff. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no problem, and thank you for uh, for taking time out of your day and uh, chatting with me. And, you know, talking about wrestling figures. Oh, no. Thank you for having me on. We got to do this again. Yeah, no, absolutely. Anytime. And when if I whenever I come down to L.A., I'll hit you up. And if you're ever up here, let me know, too. Cause then, and we'll have more of these Skype calls, too. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I think I will see you at TLC for sure. <laughs> you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going. All I'm right. doing it. Forget oh. it. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm canceling everything. <laughs> <laughs> see, there you go. You just... Just like I said, don't don't go up to Raw the next day after TLC. Just say, you know what, I'm I'm going back home. I'm just gonna take the trip back home after that. Yeah, I think that's the best. I'll drive the four hours back home. It's not worth it to stay for Raw. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys, I'm gonna uh, I'll sign off here real quick. And guys, uh, thank you uh, for listening to our one-on-one interview. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe at CWR four one five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, also, if you want to uh, check us out, subscribe SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Uh, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, iTunes, you know them all. We're probably on them. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, Thank you again, David, for stopping by, and uh, we'll see you guys later. All right, bye.